Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Man, how that went down with Mac, I kind of watched it all unfold for the last couple of years, and I feel like you could have seen it a couple of years ago and, and tell that it would end up bad. You know what I mean? Like, it, Yeah, man, I don't like selling people out, but... I think they had to meet him a little bit more because I know he's in the building working. I can't name too many people working harder than him. So I hate to see it for him. I really do. You mean meet him more in terms of surrounding him with more yeah, talent? Yeah, to help him. Like talent, coaching, you name it. Like just putting him in a better position to win, I think would have helped their program a lot. Do you think you could have helped salvage what has become of Mac Jones's career had you been able to stay? I don't know if I'm that powerful, but I promise you I probably would have did my best to help. Like, I would have, because I understand the stress that comes with playing that position. That position for that team in that city, too, at the same time, it's, I know it's tough. So I can I can guarantee that I would have did my best to help. But I also know the guys in that room are trying their best to help them, too. So it's just a, it's a tough situation. Jacoby Myers with Phil Perry on NBC Sports Boston discussing Mac Jones. We'll get to what Phil wrote today about the salvageability, quote-unquote, of Mac. Uh, And we'll get to your phone calls coming up, 617-779-7937. Our big question of the day up now at Jones and Mego. Do you trust Robert and Jonathan Kraft to bring the Patriots back to relevance? Uh, Right now, 63% say no. No, I do not. And I'm with you. They got to win that trust back from the fan base based on how it's gone the last four years without Tom Brady in the first year now, without Bill Belichick. I don't think anything, uh, or anybody rather, likes to start their off to with some of the hires they've made and the power they've given to Elliot Wolf. We'll discuss all that with Tommy Curran, NBC Sports Boston. He joins us about 25 minutes from now at 3.30. I want to get into Mac, but real quick, Arkan, the Celtics uh, have made a couple of minor moves, emphasis minor, uh, with the trade deadline about four minutes in the rearview mirror. Sometimes trades come in. After the uh, after the deadline, so we'll see if the Celtics have anything else up their sleeve. But what did they do? Celtics have traded a second round pick to Philadelphia for guard Jaden Springer, who is a G leaguer mostly, okay. uh, with their Delaware G League team, and they also traded Delano Banton to Portland for a heavily protected second round pick. Okay, the second move, Springer, whatever. If they want to work with him, he's developmental, has no bearing on the team this year. Freeing up a roster spot, and that's what the Banton trade is. Keeps the Grant Williams trade exception in play. So I just keep an eye on that. These are minor moves. I don't really think they make any difference. Xavier Tillman, I like that move yesterday. I hope they make another move for more big depth or or more likely a wing. But that's still available, and they can still make a move. And maybe we're going to get that news here shortly because they freed up a roster spot for a reason. Maybe it's the buyout market. 
Maybe it's to keep the Grant Williams trade exception going. I don't know. We're going to find out, but that's the only news I would take from that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the buyout market, especially with these little tweaks that they're making here. That's kind of how it feels. So me. instead of ban the guy with the hair, he's uh, the guy with the hair, right? I don't know what that means. Uh, he has cool hair. <laughs> I guess I, I don't think know. Ben, it's, it's the guy I'm thinking of, right? I don't know. It's the guy was, on the bench with the cool hair. Yeah, he was tall. Uh, he's a tall guard. He used to play for the Raptors. Uh, that's all I know about him. Okay. Uh, anyway, so instead of outright releasing him. They took a heavily protected second round pick. Uh, so maybe that's what they did. They said, hey, we're going we're gonna to cut him anyway. We're going to sign somebody on the buyout market. So we'll see. What are you calling the buyout market, Ryan? Oh, it's the uh, it buyout market. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I call it. Mega. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't, <laughs> but you have to admit it's funny. Uh, anyway, I understand. we'll get back into uh, all your Celtics thoughts at 617-779-7937. Our big question again. Uh, of the day, do you trust the Crafts to bring the Patriots back to relevance? How about Mac Jones and whether or not he's salvageable, Mego? Uh, you sent this today from Phil Perry. He says, team sources have indicated that Jones had a crisis of confidence in 2023. Mm-hmm. You don't say. Which led to him losing his starting job, and his ability to lead was questioned. Sources close to Jones have expressed doubt that Jones will be in New England for next year. But the team did just turn over its coaching staff. The broken relationship between Jones and Belichick set a low bar for new head coach Gerard Mayo and Jones to clear. True. Additionally, New England has hired an offensive coaching so staff. got that going I mean, that's a, I can't argue with that. It's a very low bar. Uh, they've hired an offensive coaching staff that, in theory, could be interested in Jones' skill set. Under new offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt, the team is expected to be running a version of the offense Van Pelt helped coordinate over the last four years under Kevin Stefanski. I'll add to what Phil Perry's writing. He didn't call plays. It's a scheme derived from Stefanski's time with Gary Kubiak, who was a longtime assistant of Mike Shanahan. This is getting biblical. And at one point employed Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator in Houston. Mike Shanahan begat Kyle Shanahan, begat Kubiak, begat... It's all... It is is very biblical. Alex Van Pelt. As one league source put it, Van Pelt having worked for Stefanski is quote-unquote about as close to Shanahan as you can get without being in the Shanahan tree. Uh, So, Mego, your thoughts. I would point out to Phil... Being close to the Shanahan tree but not being in the Shanahan tree still means you're not in the Shanahan tree. But whatever. Uh, your thoughts on Mac and whether or not he's salvageable. Phil seems to be making a case. Technically, of course, I think he's salvageable. I just don't think it's the best situation for either side that that happens here. How, how many cases can you think of where a quarter... First of all, a quarterback has never gone through what he's gone through with the number of times that he was benched as a starter. And on top of that, I I think the closest thing that you can look at as someone having a reclamation project in a quarterback would be Miami with what they did with Tua. And that still doesn't, to me, reach the the lows that Mac Jones has gone through here. And so you you have a major coaching change like they did in Miami. Uh, Maybe they'll go out and they'll get someone incredible in free agency. Maybe they'll trade for someone. Maybe they'll trade for Justin Jefferson or Steph Diggs or someone. I don't know. But even with all that, I think if I'm Mac, I'm wanting to be somewhere else. And I wonder with all of the you know, nice things that we're hearing about how hard it was for Mac, how Mac got a raw deal, all these these different people, former teammates who are going to say that, but people all around saying some extent of that. Is that about prepping the fan base for Mac's going to be back and these are the guys who are going to help him come back? I had not thought about that. Because I don't think of it, I, I don't think it is. I think it's more Mac still has so much to work with. 
he can be a reclamation project for someone else. Will you please give us a fourth round pick back? Okay. I hope it's that, but you make an interesting point. Like Kendrick Bourne the other day, we played that audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we just played it coming back. Like, oh, you know, I like Mac and I, I don't think he, he can't work out and blah, blah, blah. He was given a raw deal. Is that because, I mean, especially in the case of Bourne and other guys currently on the team, I guess less Jacoby Myers, they think there's a chance he might be back. And so they're not going to trash him. I, I hope it's the second thing you said, which is they're just trying to pump up trade value and uh, it was actually all about Bill. Give us a fourth round pick or a fifth round pick or whatever. The report out of New York the other day from Rich Samini is that Zach Wilson, they're hoping to get a sixth or a seventh for Zach Wilson. So maybe you get a fifth for Mac, maybe a fourth. I, I, I don't know. Arkin, is Mac salvageable? I think he is. And I think the reason why you haven't seen a lot of other quarterbacks go through this and then be salvaged, Mac, is because you don't see a lot of quarterbacks after a promising rookie year just get stripped down like that, not have any uh, real weapons added to them, have the whole thing with the offensive coordinators, have the offensive line deteriorate, have all these other things sort of happen around him. And he didn't play well. It's not like he did. But I don't think that you see that very often. Well, I, think I think that was a pretty something, unique thing. Something not exactly the same. I agree with you. Like, there's no mirror image, but you saw something – kind of similar happened with Baker Mayfield in Cleveland and he had to go to two different destinations before now it looks like he'll probably get an extension with the Bucks and had a very successful season. I don't remember that uh, Baker Mayfield had a bunch of weapons and they took them all away. I mean it's not that Mac had a ton either but what he did have they sort of moved Baker on Baker was from. also better than Mac. And that's true too. I mean you know Baker was a first overall pick and either way I mean I just don't think it happens very often. Maybe it happened one other time but like I just don't think you see those sort of things very often and Baker Mayfield was a reclamation project and he ended up taking a team to the playoffs years later so I do think that it can happen those things can happen and I think if you put Mac Jones in a decent offense here or somewhere else that he probably wouldn't totally embarrass himself I just do you don't want think it so. here I'd be okay with it here if they built the right kind of offense. That's what I care about more than the quarterback. If they built an offense that Mac Jones can somewhat pilot and maybe, you know, get back to 10 wins or get back how about if they take Marvin Harrison Jr. They build out some of the offensive line. No. They got to get two tackles. I'm asking Arkham. Yeah, I know. Arkham, I already know his answer. He what, says yes. What would you do? You'd be okay with them running all that back with Matt? He thinks he's salvageable. Yeah. Yeah, he's already said this. What if they don't take a quarterback in the draft at all, and it's Mac? I wouldn't like him to not do that. But then again, if they do take a quarterback in the draft that they think can actually start, like if they do in the first two rounds and it's someone they have uh, plans on starting, then I don't think Mac makes a great backup. Is he salvageable? The answer is no. He's not salvageable. Not here, not anywhere. I I never really believed in him, but he's not salvageable. So, no, the answer is no. I don't care if you give Marvin Harrison and Mike Evans and everybody else. Not salvageable. So, no, I don't think it's going to work. That would be my answer. And I I don't believe they're going to bring him back. I don't believe that for a second. But I do get a little nervous when I hear what Mayo had to say about him and you read some of the reporting up to and including what Phil just wrote. I don't love hearing things like that. Like, oh, maybe Van Pelt and Ben McAdoo are here for Mac Jones. I I don't like to read that. So it gives me pause, but I don't think they're going to run it back. I think the crafts know he's toxic. What's the, what is that? And he's not salvageable. And he's got the yips on top of it, Arkan. So, no. That's like a legit question. The the yips do go away. Uh, Well, they can. uh, For some athletes, they do. Not for everybody. 
Uh, I do like in the Twitch chat, they said that uh, a fourth or a fifth for Mac Jones, maybe a fifth of alcohol. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if you're getting that fourth or fifth round pick from Mac, but I think that's their hope. And they should get more than the Jets get for Zach Wilson. Jets might not get anything for Zach Wilson. Okay, again, the Jets are hoping for right. a sixth or a seventh, I which mean, means you yeah, should hope for a I'm fourth sure or a fifth. <laughs> you might be getting a sixth, and the Jets might be getting nothing, but we all agree they should get more than the Jets get for Wilson if the Jets get anything. Yes, he, I I can see them that. both getting nothing for either of okay, them. Okay, me too. But as, ba- as bad as he is, he's better than Zach Wilson, right? Agreed. Okay. I mean, I've ripped him plenty, but I'll give him that. 617-779-7937. We have Tommy Curran, NBC Sports Boston, standing by. few updates on the Celtics. Minor moves. Arkham with the latest here in Trending. And we're right back with, uh, well, more on the Pats, more on what they're doing this offseason, more on Mac, and, of course, Tommy Curran next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get in on the discussion. It's all topics we've covered here in the first hour Longer and a half guys. plus. Yes. Yeah, so, what is the single seat like? <laughs> well, uh, women lowering their standards. Uh, all these <laughs> things that we've discussed. Jones and Mego on WEEI. I want them starting right away, and that's for a variety of reasons. I'm with Steve Young in that it's good to learn on the job. I think it's really the only way to learn what you need to learn to eventually be a successful quarterback. I also believe you're wasting a year that is very valuable to your organization in that you have a franchise quarterback on a rookie contract. Part of the cheat code that is drafting a rookie and having him play is that you get five years, low cost, most important position in the sport. If you just sit him for a year, obviously you're reducing the benefit that you get there. I also would say for this team specifically in the Patriots, they're not winning with whatever quarterback they start that's not the quarterback that they take at the top of the draft. The Patrick Mahomes example comes up all the time. Well, he didn't start his rookie year, and look at him now. Well, the reason he didn't start his rookie year was, number one, okay, maybe he wasn't ready. They also had Alex Smith, and they were making the playoffs every year. That ain't the Patriots right now. So get him out there. Get him out there early. That's what I would do. It's all a tribute to the new Bob Marley movie. Is that what this is? Is that why NBC Sports Boston has that music? They love that music. They do. It's just it's got to be free. Yeah, it's, it's like when you see all the uh, the Always Sunny music pop up on all the right. the free uh, the free music apps. There, 
Uh, so maybe or the curb music. That's another good one. Uh, so anyway, that's Phil Perry. I agree with him. I'll say Tommy Curran disagrees with throwing a quarterback to the Wolves. We'll talk to Curran less than 10 minutes from now. He joins us every Thursday at 3.30 here on show Jones. Off. And Mego with Arkan. Uh, show off how? With what you just said. What? Oh, every Thursday? No, throw him to the... Oh. <laughs> to the Wolves is what I meant to say, of course. Someone texted yesterday that I'm embarrassing women everywhere because I don't know how to pronounce words. Well, I mean, not wrong. That's not why you're Not wrong. <laughs> like, there's plenty of other things. Have you heard who I hang out with? <laughs> have you heard what my friends do with their gardening sheds? Uh, they have. They can't unhear it, <laughs> is what they've done. Uh, so would you would you throw a rookie quarterback out there? I would. I'm well what? I'm well established on this for many many years. Uh, for every Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and Jordan Love, you want to throw in my face. I have a million counters for you. So I would just lean that way. And I don't think you can ruin a quarterback. I really don't. I I, I think Mac Jones probably wasn't going to make it. You know whether whether they ruined him or not. They could have set him up with better pieces. Sooner or later, the league was going to catch on to Mac. He's not the first guy to have an okay rookie year and then regress. In fact, the name we compared him to before, Baker Mayfield, was up and down his whole time in Cleveland. Good year, bad year. Good year, bad year. He's on his fourth franchise. He had a good year. Let's see if he has another bad year. And Baker Mayfield's a high-end comp for Mac, skills-wise, because as you said, Mego, Baker was the first pick in the draft. A couple of things to tie up here. Number one, I can't believe... I can't believe people are defending Pete Carroll. I saw this on the text line, 37937. I saw it in the Twitch chat as well. Like, people are like, oh, Joe, he was above 500 when he was here, Jones, and he made the playoffs twice. They won 11 games and made the Super Bowl, the team he inherited. Then they won 10 and won a playoff game, right, after winning two playoff games the year prior. Then they won nine and barely made the playoffs and lost. Then they didn't make the playoffs and were 8-8 eight and eight and he got fired. They All I said is they got worse year by year by year, and he wasn't good. He inherited a very, very... Most coaches are, can you say this all the time, most coaches inherit awful situations. Generally, yes. He inherited a spectacular situation, a young, talented... So much talent that when Bill got here, they won with a lot of that talent. And... Well, not right away. But no, yeah. no, but they, but they eventually <laughs> did. Like, yeah. he had Ty Law, and he had all these people... Brewski. He had all these pieces that were there. And he got worse and worse. Like, let's not turn Pete Carroll into something special here. And to be clear, I credit the Crafts with moving on. No, Arkan said that. I agree with him on that. They they were like, this is not working. It's time to move on. And so it took a year with Bill. I mean, it took Brady is what it took. Uh, but ultimately, they were able to sort that out. Meanwhile, a couple of uh, uh, updates on the Celtics. I guess they're not using the Grant Williams trade exception for anything else. Jaden Daniels is being rolled. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Jaden uh, Springer, Spring. rather. Uh, Jaden Daniels, I would love for the Patriots to draft, is being rolled into the Grant Williams TPE. So they're not using it on anything else, i.e. the Celtics are done. By the way, I'm a little lower on Jaden Daniels. I've been doing some, uh, I've been doing my own research. Did somebody send you, were you on the tweet that I got today where he just got pummeled by somebody? No, but I, I, okay, to be very clear, I heard a comparison about all the sacks he takes compared to Sam Howell. And I was like, oh God. I don't know. Apparently, that's one of these that they call extremely stable uh, stats that translates from college to NFL. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that. So I'm feeling higher on Drake. Okay. I mean, look, a mobile quarterback is going to take more sacks, but I I understand what you're saying. But look, I'd take Drake May over Jaden Daniels anyway. I'll take either one. Uh, The text line also said, so I was compelled to look it up. And this is my mistake for listening to the text line. They said that uh, Jaden Springer, who the Celtics just acquired, quote-unquote, put the clamps on Curry last night. 
And I saw Steph Curry. I just saw this this morning on TV that Curry had nine points or whatever, a single digit outing. And I'm like, well, what did Springer do? Springer guarded him more than any other defender last night. Six twenty five. Curry had five points. Now he only took two shots. He was one for two. So I don't know how much he was like shutting him down, but I don't know. Is that mildly intriguing? How many minutes did Curry play overall? Uh, let me get it for you. But the uh, he was that was his his main defender in the game last night. Steph Curry last night. Oh, why am I not getting the full box? Curry played twenty five minutes. Was two of seven shooting. Okay. Okay. And one of two on Springer. So I don't know. Like not, our, not a great game for him. I mean, yeah. that's for Curry, Curry taking seven shots. Yeah, you don't so see the, that very right. Often. So the question is, why did he only take seven shots? I don't know the answer, but credit to the text line. He okay. had he, he had a good on night surface, on. He had a good night good. on Curry last on night. On the surface, it looks good. Good. Warriors blew him out. They don't have Embiid, so who knows? But this is a guy they brought in. I, I, I say it's a minor depth piece. I hope he doesn't play a lot. But if he does, he can hang with Steph Curry. Great. It's just another reason why Marcus Smart was overrated. You can find Jaden Springer for nothing, and he can he can put the clamps on Steph Curry. <laughs> Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Enough about the Celtics. Nate's in the truck. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, how you guys doing today? Great, hey, Nate. Very good. Hey, uh, looking at Mac Jones and uh, Jared Ron Mail, his first year and everything coming in, I don't think he's going to go with them. Just like a, look at the Michael Ryan's, right? He inherited Mills, David Mills, and then he went with C.J. Stroud. Kind of almost the same position, draft position they had last year, this year, the Patriots have. If he wants to actually last in this league as a head coach, he's not going to go with Mac Jones. He already knows that story. So, you know what I mean? If he wants to come out and, 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 and run with this, he's, he's got to get that quarterback and actually build up. And now, mind you, I know Houston Texans have the roster that they have with the receivers and so on and so forth, but Mayo actually has to start this from the ground up, and that starts with the quarterback. Okay. I, I, I've already done this before, but, like, people are like, oh, they already had the receivers in it place. D- it didn't look that way at the beginning of the season. Nico Collins had worse numbers his first two years than Pop Douglas. Now, he's good. I'm not saying Nico Collins isn't good, but what unlocked him? The quarterback. So let's not pretend Houston had this stacked roster. They didn't. So, look, I, I agree with him. They should take a page out of the Houston playbook and find a new quarterback and don't run it back with Mac. And if they do, it's a red flag. Now, I don't know if that's the Crafts who are demanding uh, Mayo to do it. I don't know if Mayo's on board with Mac Jones. I have no idea. I wouldn't even know who to blame. But that would be a red flag for me if they're running it back with Mac because he is not salvageable not here not anywhere what's more interesting to me there that the caller said was how does it reflect on the guys who are doing their jobs for the first time so if you're Gerard Mayo I would wager that Gerard Mayo would like to see Mac Jones traded elsewhere and get something back and that he can start with a clean slate the question is if you're Elliot or somebody who's very high up in the front office and doing all the personnel stuff like is it more of a risk to run it back with Mac and have that wear that look or is it more of a risk to go for a quarterback at number three? Or even a quarterback in the second round right. and say, like, well, this is the quarterback you went with. I see the point. It's not... What do you own more? What do you wear more? Uh, Look, I think you can... I think you can justify Mac more because he's... Moving so, on from Mac? No, I'm saying, like, the, they, they would bring Mac back because then I think a lot of people, conspiracy-minded tinfoil hat wearers, would say, well, the Crafts wanted Mac back. And yep. rah, 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 rah. You can deflect. I mean, look, I just think... You're right. What would be a really bad look is you draft the quarterback, he stinks, and Matt goes somewhere else like and is Bryce good. Bryce Young. Basically. That's a that's a nightmare scenario. I I'm not I'm not paralyzed by the nightmare scenario. You know, I'm not going to run something back because I'm worried about a worst case scenario that has a zero point zero 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 one percent chance of hitting. I'm not afraid of that nightmare scenario. Six one seven 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 nine 
793.7. We'll get back to your feedback here. Uh, Celtics not doing much at the trade deadline. Patriots, I don't think are the talk of the town in Vegas, but let's find out. With someone embedded out there, Tommy Curran, NBC Sports Boston, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Wise Snacks. No one does crunchy, salty, or cheesy better than Wise Snacks. And by Drains by James. And Drains by James, they give a poop about your pipes. Tommy Curran, how are we doing this week? Fantastic. It's been a great week. How are you doing? We're doing okay. We're, we're not in the uh, the desert out there with the uh, the casinos and the sports books and the whole NFL world out there. So we bring you in to ask you something we asked you a year ago at the Super Bowl, and I was intrigued by your answer then. I'm curious what your answer would be now. What sort of buzz is there around the Patriots with the whole league descending on Vegas? Kind of an afterthought and a curiosity to a degree, I think. Um, you know, the league has moved on. I asked Mike Florio if the league misses the Godzilla that was the Patriots that presided over the team, the league for so long, and he said, no, I think people are ready for a change. So they are more of a curiosity than, hey, what are they doing? Are you surprised the building doesn't have a job? Uh, why would they hire Gerard Mayo and not do a search? I think there's a lot of that, what happens with Mac. There's so much unfinished business that is, you know, interesting to, for people to talk about in a way that maybe the Falcons might not be, that still don't have compelling storylines to capture people's attention. But they're, they're more of a curiosity than, than anything that's concrete. Okay, what's piqued my curiosity, and bear with me here, Tom, because you know that I have a bit of a regional accent sometimes, and I struggle with this man's name. <laughs> but what? how much power do you think, or do, have you heard, or do you observe that Elliot Wolf has in the Patriots franchise right now in terms of personnel? From observing, I'd say lots and lots and lots. Um, you know, Alex Van Pelt was with him in Cleveland. The And you can run through the names, so I'm not going to go through that, but the number of coaches who've been um, brought aboard who have ties to Elliot Wolf, Alonzo Highsmith coming aboard in the personnel department. He's got a lot of sway. The fact that he was not at the senior bowl, but instead involved in some of the coaching and coordinator interviews alongside Gerard Mayo all indicates that. And when Gerard Mayo was asked about, you know, who would be beside him and who was in charge, Gerard said, you know, it's, it's me. I'm the decision maker with help from Elliot Wolf. And then he added Matt Grow. So I, I think all of our instincts prior to yesterday, when it was caught a buzz that Elliot Wolf is basically the general manager, we all kind of figured that out prior to yesterday. Why do you think he doesn't have the title, at least yet? I'm going to try and find that out um, because – to me, are you trying to circumvent going through an entire process and just say, you know what, we want to see how these guys perform without Bill, so we're going to say there's no GM, and we're just going to let these guys go as the personnel department, and we're going to have an unnamed GM, and we'll just call Gerard is Bill. But he's not really Bill because he can't do all the stuff Bill did, but we'll just do it that way. Uh, are they circumventing the process so they can just see how these people perform without naming someone? Because Robert did say that at one point he would say who the decision maker is, who the point person is. I'm, I'm, you guys probably have the verbiage and the quote from him, but he said someone would be appointed, I believe. So someone has to be the desk upon which the buck stops. And in lieu of that, the crafts are going to be in a situation that they don't want to be in. And that will be 
okay, you guys are the marionettes, and these guys are your puppets. If they don't want to be get, going back to the days of Amos Alonzo Kraft, which is what Dan Shaughnessy dubbed him in the late 90s, you got to get a, a clear and defined role so that people aren't saying, well, you guys are just, you know, you're trying to run the football team, and you said you weren't going to run the football team. So Gerard Mayo was a pick that they made a year ago, basically. I mean, that was a succession plan. They'd had that in the back pocket for a long time. When did it sort of seem like Elliot Wolf was going to be the guy that was going to get all this? Was there a turning point? Was there, a, was there sort of a moment in time where they realized, all right, this is our guy. We're not going to find anyone better out there, or we're not trying to find anyone better out there? I don't know if they ever came to that conclusion, Christian, that hey, we, we're not going to find anyone better out there. Um, I think they're intrigued by his capabilities. When they brought him aboard, I think it was 2021. You remember Robert Kraft talked about, boy, it sure looks great down there. Everybody's working together. It looks much better. And then they had what at the time looked like a bonanza of a draft. And Bill was the executive of the friggin' year in 2021, according to Pro Football Writers Association of America, of which I am a member. Yet when you shake the rug a year or two later, all those guys that he signed or drafted, many of them, except for Barmore and Judon, to a, to a degree, maybe, you know, Godshaw, Hunter Henry, I'm naming a few, but um, they it wasn't the bonanza that it seemed. And certainly the the fails in that, Aguilar, Jonah Smith, Mac Jones, now in hindsight make you say, okay, well, who was in charge there? Was it Bill? Was it Elliot Wolf? But I, I think he has impressed them throughout, but – I don't know if they settled on him. I think he's in basically, you know, one of those probationary periods. But that's the hard thing, Christian. If you're in a probationary period, if you're going to make the investments that they're going to make in free agents, if you're going to pick up that veteran backup, if you're going to make that draft choice at free or trade down and add picks, whatever you're going to do, it requires three or four years to see whether or not those decisions worked out. So probationary period cannot be, well, we went 5-12, and 12. You, we we're moving. No, you can't be like that, especially this year. That's why it's so hard, again, that they went 4-13 and 13 and they made this move before they anticipated having to. I don't second-guess the move. I wouldn't have wanted to see Bill Belichick take another bite at the apple after, you know, the last reboot in 2020 and 2021 and 2020, excuse me, 22 anyway. But they're there before they ain't anticipated being there and they're flying by the seat of their pants into a critical year that will determine the rest of the decade. But Tom, looking at Bill as the only other alternative as who would be running personnel or in that GM position, it, could it have been possible for them when they make the decision back during the Indianapolis game to start looking around and saying, what franchise, what front offices do we want to pick from and actually go through and interview guys? Basically after that second Robert Kraft press conference happens on that very same day? Sure. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, I'm not as offended by the lack of doing so as, as I think other people are. And I've said this before. I Sometimes I, I look at what's their logic as opposed to saying they did this wrong. So I think their logic is, it's worked for a long time. We don't want to uproot all the elements of it. We think these people have a system in place. So let's see how it looks without Bill. They could have said, well, let's get a GM in here. We're already going to go with Gerard. So what do we know in terms of what the GM is going to bring in? We don't want to deviate from what we've been doing entirely. Again, had they not gone 4-13, and 13, and they were not anticipating, I would think, Mego, 
in September and October, especially after the win against Buffalo, I'm sure that everybody was enthused and not saying, okay, we're going to have to fire Bill and reboot the entire system at that point. It just came to pass in the ensuing weeks. So you're right. Why not do an interview process? And on the other hand, too, I think that if you hit him with the truth serum, the crafts would say it would be too much change all at once. We're not ready for it. Okay. Uh, We'll pick that apart in a little bit. But when it comes to the Patriots and trading back, I know you're a fan of that strategy. We just played Phil Perry uh, last night on NBC Sports Boston. You guys were uh, arguing about, well, the idea of playing a quarterback right away, uh, throwing them out there to the Wolves. Uh, Why are you a fan of trading back uh, this year in this draft? If you have Laramie Tunsil and Nico Collins and Tank Dell and whoever else the Houston Texans have when they drafted and plopped C.J. Stroud in, do it. Have fun. The Patriots aren't good enough right now, in my estimation. And I'm not one million percent this way. I mean, it's an opinion, but I could see the logic in taking quarterback. But if you are going to put this quarterback behind an offensive line where you don't know who the offensive linemen are, whether whether at guard or tackles, and you don't have a third down back, and you don't have any tight ends under contract, and you don't have a legitimate X or Y receiver or Z receiver, um, then you're setting this kid up to fail. So you're going to want to put him on the field, maybe say October or November when the team is two and five. And how's it going to look? Are they going to be that much better? To me, you're not a good enough team to draft a quarterback right now and waste a year of his rookie contract or batter him. So trade back, get two first-round picks, take Marvin Harrison if you want to stay there at three, but then you have collateral for next year. Do you want to take Spencer Rattler? Rattler. In your Rattler. How would you guys do that? Rattler or Rattler? Rattler. It's Spencer Rattler, I believe, Rattler. If, I, if I'm not mistaken. There's no, it, 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 there's no right way to pronounce it. You, it's, it's a preference thing. I think no, I think it's I, I think it's Rattler. It has to be Rattler. You can say Rattler. I don't know. I don't think that's his you name. Know, we have a we have a finite amount of time, so I'm sorry. Um, if you want to do that, that's fine. To me, they're just not a good enough team to take a quarterback right now and have him sit there and or get battered. And if your opinion differs, I think I'm in the minority anyway, so I'm not surprised. No, uh, or, or rattled, uh, to use another word, uh, if you don't want to see him do that. Uh, he's Tommy Curran. He joins us each and every week here on Jones and Mego with Arcan on WEEI. Uh, Tom, enjoy Vegas. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you. See you, Tom. All right, Tommy Thanks, Curran. Tommy. As all our guests join us in town Damn. on the Harbor One Hotline. I got something, a great idea out of that. You he said the Patriots are an afterthought and a curiosity. Yes. I think that's the name of our show now. <laughs> afterthought and curiosity? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, with I, Arkin. I, yeah. <laughs> with Arkin. Afterthought and curiosity with Arkin. Uh, and see like with Arkin. Well, on WEEI. I, I just, I love the idea. I'm not trying to yell at him, but I love the idea of like, well, the Crafts just thought it was too much change. They just thought it was too much to do all in one off season. Is that defensible? Like, is that in any way, shape, or form defensible? Like, ugh a new coach and GM. Yeah. We're not going to do all that right now. So Elliot Wolf, whatever he's on probation and then we'll see what we do. Like, that's just not acceptable. I'm not saying Tom was defending it, but he's just portraying it that way from the crafts. And I, I can't possibly defend it. Six, one, seven, 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 nine, seven, ninety three, seven. I will get to your feedback coming up. Meanwhile, I want to get to something Wiggy uh, said on a hot mic and I'm curious how he knows so much about my life. We'll get to it next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. On WEEI. Foyer's a freak. For sure. Gresh probably is, too. No. <laughs> Not Gresh. You don't think? No. I feel like Jones, he schedules his sex for the week. Him and his lady. The week. I just, the implication there from Wiggy, uh, Wiggy is quite strong. Once a week. I'm, for the week I'm scheduling that? So this is, uh, these are hot, hot mic moments that they have with, uh, with Wiggy. I put that in air quotes because... Are these these are actual hot mics? Is that what's actually going on? Is it a hot mic if you know the mic it's on? Well, but right. yeah, that's the idea. That's what I mean, right? Are is we... It gives you a glimpse of what the the morning show is talking about when uh, they're not on the air. Okay. So uh, number one, if you're just uh, tuning in, this happened I think two days ago. Someone sent this to me yesterday, uh, but I think this happened on uh, Tuesday. Uh, hot mic, hot wiggy uh, said that. I feel like Jones. He schedules his sex for the week. I don't like how he describes it as your sex. <laughs> I don't like no, you I'd, owning I'd say that. That's, I'd say that's fairly accurate. I would say that's the, the way to like refer is, to it. Is anyone else involved? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'd say that's a fairly accurate way to refer to that. But so it's it's an interesting. Don't have to schedule that. No, no, it's an interesting debate. I, I would say I would say Wiggy has it uh, pretty accurate. As I, as I as I said on Twitter, uh, he had that about ninety nine percent accurate. I don't know where he came up from, and you didn't hear it there. He said I schedule from eight fifteen to eight thirty five. Moxie! Much. Uh, don't, what, are you, what are you, Sting? Seriously. What, <laughs> like, seriously. What kind of window are we scheduling here? I don't I don't need that much time. Well, you have to seduce. Yeah. And then you have to prep the oven. No. So, look. Look, when I'm scheduling. Prep the oven. So, when I'm scheduling. Preheating is necessary. <laughs> when I'm scheduling, I'm like, hey. You have to base the turkey. Every week. Jeez. I'm like, hey, Kathleen, it's a leap year. It's a, it's a leap year and... And it's an election year. What do you know? So, uh, all right. What does that mean? Uh, this The scheduling is not... How old is Lucas? It's not all that far out in advance. Okay, so this is actually what I want to talk about. Lucas is close to six. He'll be okay, six so in it's May. Be, it's been six years. <laughs> yes, correct. Sorry, seven years. Closer to right. seven years. I'm, I'm almost 40 years old. That's the one time in my life. So, <laughs> uh, so when it comes to that... no, but You got 100% average. Arkan, your kid's two. And Mego, just get ready for it. Like the the idea of like uh, scheduling things around uh, trying to make mm. a child, not 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 a fun th- not a thing that I was very fond of. Not I can as tell much you that right uh, now. turkey basting and oven warming and all that other fun stuff. It's it's more like uh, I don't really know. It's more like boot camp. <laughs> yeah, it's too much pressure. <laughs> yeah. That is too much pressure. Where it's like, hey hey, it's time. Let's make let's wow. make it happen. That's you too know much what? pressure. That sounds very tough for you guys. Yeah, it is. It is. That, yeah, you that would, whole you would, yeah. part of it is making the child. Yes, <laughs> that sounds so so tough for you. It is. Then in your you face, like, to... what's your malfunction, yeah, maggot? Yeah, and I'm sir. like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying. <laughs> right. Like seriously. Like I'm in full metal jacket. Just like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, we're trying to make a kid over here. I'm like, I'm not. I, I can't. I can't. I can't make this happen. I can't. I can't do you this. You little scumbag. It's a it's a work day afternoon. I I need like alcohol involved. I need 
ready to be wined and dined? Like, because what are we, uh, you are a disgusting fat body. Well, what are we doing? I can't. I can't handle this. So no. So I need to be doing the scheduling. It can't be the other way around. Planning it is so terrible. Yeah, no, I agree, but I, I'm saying I, it needs to be around my schedule is what I'm saying. It can't okay. be it can't be around like, hey, once a month, this is your window. Make it make it happen. But when you're like, hey, we're going to have like, a, I'm not gonna gonna make have that happen. date night, yeah. isn't that pretty much what that means? Oh, I don't think so. No. Is that is that what date night means? I was yeah. going to say. Date night means leaving the house. Date night means, <laughs> no, no, no. Date night means we're kid-free. I'm going to eat a gross, disgusting amount of food. And That's why. Drink. Wait, this is a this is a hack. And then That's, and then I'm gonna go home and probably fall asleep watching like no, a challenge you, or something. You have like that. romance time before you go to dinner, or before you go out. Yeah, not with a kid. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but I, I don't know. Like, why? Like, hey, Lucas, get the hell out of here. You guys are like not selling me on any of this, by the way. <laughs> no, it's nothing. To, what what would possibly be sold? Like we're selling. Yeah, seriously, I'm not selling anything. This Our is like kid a shows me pictures of his baby every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's giant, and it's only getting bigger. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't show me. You know why? Because you know. Yeah, I'm already like, oh, God, you don't even know what you're in for. Yeah. So, exactly. So, yeah. You guys didn't know that the home screens of your home screens of your phone, you had almost the same exact photo have, that's of weird, your yeah. son. We do have I, very, I changed my They were we both do. in the cozy coops. <laughs> I was like, this like, is weird. I'm changing You guys, mine. we were at the bar, and you had your phones next to each other, and it was the same exact kind true. of picture. Yeah. That is true. But I'm just curious how Wiggy knows so much about the, the, the bedroom of the Jones house. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering how. I feel how, like Jones, he schedules his sex for the week. I, th- I just don't like the way he phrases that. My sex. <laughs> I like how he shut down Gresh being a freak, like, right away. Like, <laughs> like Gresh is a freak. He's like, no. Nah, nah. nah, it's not. Gresh probably is, too. No. <laughs> can, can I tell you? No, that's right. That's very, under, what are you nuts very underrated. <laughs> Come on. Right. It's like me I know talk- a freak when I see one. No, it's like me talking about if Mac Jones is salvageable. Like, you guys are going on and on. I'm like, no. What you are we think, even talking you about? You think the guy that gives time checks every nine minutes is freaky? <laughs> Come on. We're talking about Courtney. All right, but let me tell you. I think I would. Ra- I think I would rather be called. This is true, and I like, maybe it's just because I am this way. It's like we're at three fifty three, honey. Please turn over. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, this is your two minute warning. It's seventy five degrees outside. Uh. So no, I uh I think I would rather be called a scheduler than a freak. Why? What's wrong with being a freak? I don't want to be known as a freak. Why? I don't think I want to be. I this is very Larry David of Lady me. Lady in you, the streets, but a freak in the yeah, streets. Yeah, you you've seen the curb episode Arkand, I'm sure, where he's like, I I don't what I don't have there's I don't have any fantasies in the bedroom. You've seen this? Like <laughs> yeah. I like I don't I don't want to be known as a freak. I don't I don't like that moniker. That, okay, now I'm starting to think that you're more grushy. Scheduler. Seinfeld turned down the uh, threesome, remember? Very famously. Yeah, yes. Uh, he, he couldn't deal with wasn't, it. Well, wasn't didn't a want to get the shag carpet and grow a mustache. Yep. <laughs> didn't want to do all that. Just because you don't want the menage a trois doesn't mean that you don't have fantasies I just, or that I, you can be freaky in I don't want. Ways. I don't want. I don't want that. I don't want that label. Why? I think I'll take the schedule. I have no problem with I'll that I'll take label. the schedule label. You have this label? This is what you're saying? No, I don't think I have that but label. You wouldn't, but you wouldn't have a problem with that label. No. If somebody was like, Mega, she's a straight-up freak. I know she gets freaky. I'd be like, hell yeah. Well, someone's freak is another person's dead fit. You don't know. I mean, like, every, everyone's fish. a freak. Everyone's I, a freak. Wait, so- okay. I'm not talking about you, Mega. No, I'm just saying I know, in general. I'm like, saying that's the worst label. Yeah. Everybody's like, a freak oh, or a dead they, fish. To oh, someone. yeah. Mega, total starfish. I would. I feel like 815 <laughs> to 835 was maybe the yeah, biggest compliment my sex life has ever had. You just lay like this? I, I, you know what? I'm taking scheduler over freak. You're like Patrick from Spongebob. <laughs> How'd you know my move? <laughs> yeah, honestly, anyone can be a starfish. Just and it's very goes, little, selfish. Little, little. Uh, well, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I'm quite selfish. There's no doubt about that. So when it comes to uh, the hot mics, I, uh, I'm curious, what, what else goes on with these hot mics? Is this, like a, is this a reoccurring thing? May I say, I do not want this for our show. What? To have hot mics out. 
No, I want to hear more. You just assume. I want to hear more of the Wiggy Hot mics is what I'm saying. What is this like? A, is this like a daily thing? Yeah. They leave the mics on during breaks. No, I And then they that. revisit if no, there's, I, there's something funny. I yeah, they've that. done it a couple times. Oh, okay, got it. So I don't what? know if it's weekly, but I've seen it before. Okay. I feel like Jones, he schedules his sex for the week. I'm taking, I'm <laughs> taking, first of all, 815 to 835. Is what this, a compliment. Is Jones explaining? <laughs> yes. Apparently. 19, 19 of those minutes is you taking your pants off <laughs> is the problem. I'm eating a sandwich for 17 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm hydrating. I'm just hydrating and hydrating. Uh, that's so. Uh, Five minutes of crying at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I'm curious about these hot mics. Let me ask you that. Is too. And I want. No. No, I, no. 49 gra- <laughs> 1049. I'd rather I'm, 1049. I'm getting winded. I would rather be labeled a scheduler personally. Uh, I'll take your thoughts on that. Text line 37937. Also in the Twitch chat. I'd prefer not to hear your phone calls on it. 617-779-7937. That's how you dial us up. Uh, we'll get back to our big question of the day. What was is that 20 again? is 20 minutes satisfactory? Uh, <laughs> do you trust Robert and Jonathan to bring the Patriots back to relevance? That's next. Final hour. <laughs> We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.